wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out and leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, every day, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. And those of you right now who are on the verge of releasing a product, course, service, offer, anything like that, if you are in the midst of creating it, understand something. You need to start talking to your audience before you put the product out. Pretty exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. DreOldJay.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. This episode is brought to you by our newest sponsor, AG1 by Athletic Greens. Question for you. Do you have any nutrient gaps or gut health issues that are sourced from the fact that you're not getting everything you need from your normal everyday diet? Let me help you out. The answer is yes, you do. You probably just don't know about it. But you can look no further than Athletic Greens AG1, what's the ultimate all-in-one daily supplement. Now, you know me. I'm a former pro athlete. I still run in. Actually, I don't run in. I win 10K races. Still work out every single day. I'm very meticulous about what I put in my body. This right here is the number one supplement that I take every single day besides water. I don't drink anything else but what I get from AG1 by Athletic Greens. So let me tell you what it does. One serving of AG1 every day delivers a powerful blend of 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients, including things like prebiotics, probiotics, digestive enzymes, adaptogens, and more. What does all that mean? It means that this unique blend works together to support your optimal health, both physically and mentally. And right now, there has never been a better time to try AG1 because Athletic Greens is going to give you their vitamin D liquid formula free with your first subscription. And this is a vital nutrient that will support a strong immune system and strong bones. Plus, you're going to receive five free travel packs. And when you're traveling, you don't have to carry a whole canister of stuff with you. All you have to do is slip these travel packs right into your luggage and you can take the AG1 anywhere you go while you're on the road. All you need is the shaker can is going to come with your subscription and a bottle and some water. That's it. That's all you need. So you can take your AG1 anywhere you go. So with AG1, you're going to have foundational nutrition made a whole lot simpler. You can say goodbye to the hassle of taking multiple supplements and say hello to a streamlined approach to optimal health. And with the 90-day money-back guarantee, you can try AG1 risk-free. So whether you're an athlete who's looking to improve your performance, or you're a busy professional in need of extra energy because you're sitting at a desk all day, or you're anyone in between who's looking to enhance your overall wellness, AG1 has you covered. So if you want to take ownership of your health, today is a good time to start. Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and the free five travel packs with your first order. 
Go to athleticgreens.com slash work on your game. That's athleticgreens.com slash work on your game. Check it out now. AG1 by Athletic Greens. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash work on your game. You want to support this show? This is the best way that you can do it. I'll tell you that link one more time. Athleticgreens.com slash work on your game. You are now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative. That is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself. You're going to make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella one unified philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is do not be that friend. Don't be that friend. I'm putting that in quotation marks, that friend. And of course, we'll get to what that is all about momentarily. But before we get to that, let me remind everybody or inform you that every single day I send out a text message that I call the Daily Motivation. This comes out every single day. Let me tell you what this message is going to do. It is guaranteed to have you focused, sharp, and on point to start your day every single day. And if you want that, all you got to do is text me right now so you can join my texting community for free. Send a text to the following number, 305-384-6894. And every morning when that daily motivation message goes out, yes, we send it every day, even weekends, even holidays. You will get that message straight to your phone. That number is posted down below in the show notes, 305-384-6894. Secondly, work on your game university. That is the next step that you need to take so you can go deeper into your work on your game journey. The next step is work on your game university. The way you get into the university is by going to workonyourgameuniversity.com and you will see all your options and all your next steps right there with no explanation needed. Now, let's get into this topic. Don't be that friend. Now, I'm being generous when I use the word friend in this description. So again, when I say that friend, I'm putting that phrase, that friend in quotation marks. I'm not going to do that every time I say it, but I want y'all to understand what that means. If you're watching this or reading this, not reading, not watching, but listening to this on audio apps, which is where most of the listeners of the show are at. You can see the title, how we have that friend in quotation marks. Those of you who are watching on video, I'm using air quotes, that friend. I'm not going to do that every time I say it, but this is the person who is only a friend when they need something from you. You don't want to be this individual. Now, we have all dealt with these types of people. We usually don't like dealing with these types of people because we see how they are. We see that they are kind of users. They're using you only when they see something that they can get out of you. They only come around when they want something. It's obvious that that's what they're doing. Today, I'm going to explain why you don't want to be this person, because all of you at the same time when I do these episodes and I say, hey, watch out for people who do this, this and this. You notice something that I always do. I always say, well, let's be clear here. Let's not make sure that we're sitting around talking about those people and you might be one of them at the same time. So let's make sure you're not one of these people at the same time that we're watching out for these individuals. So make sure you're not one of them. And you don't want to be this person with the people in your audiences as a business, because everybody notices this, it creates awkwardness in a situation and it doesn't lead to better relations with the people that you deal with. And being that we're in an era of relationships and collaboration and connection between human beings, you, again, want to make sure you have as many positive connections and relationships as possible. And we're going to get into more of that. Today is going to be one of those what not to do episodes, but at the same time, I'm also going to sprinkle in a healthy amount of what you should do in your relationships to make sure you maintain the connection. Let's get to it. Point number one. Today's topic, once again, is don't be that friend. So who is that friend? I gave you a little bit in the introduction, but who is this person? This is a person who only reaches out to people who you want or need something from. I had somebody 
do this to me probably in the last maybe a month or so ago. Just somebody did this. They reached out because they needed something. This is a person who I know that if I seen them in person today, it's fine. I'll shake their hand and talk to them as long as they would still talk to me, because I'll tell you what happened when they reached out to me. They reached out to me and they probably reached out to some other individuals because they were asking for something because they needed something. And I hadn't heard from this person in months. It'd been months since I had seen or heard from this individual. They had not reached out to me on for any reason, asking for anything or just to say hello or just to say what's up or anything. This person had not reached out at all. And then this person reached out to me because they needed something. And it was something that was personal and specific for them. And my first thought was I was going to respond back to this person and say to them, hey, I was going to actually tell them what I'm telling you all today. Which is, yo, I never hear from you any other time, but you're reaching out to me because you want something. That's not the way that you deal with people. And if somebody's really your friend, you don't do that. I was going to tell this person that. And then when I was just set to respond to this person and say that to them, I said to myself, you know what? When I reach out to this individual, because see, this is the reason why this whole concept came, this message. I thought to myself, when I reach out to this individual, do they respond back to me the same time that I reach out to them? Usually the answer is no. I will reach out to this person. I hear back from them three days later two weeks later, five days later, they usually don't respond immediately unless they want something. That's the only time they respond immediately back. They're responsive is when they want something. If they don't need anything or want anything from me, they're not very responsive. So why do I need to prioritize responding to this individual, even though I want to tell them what they were doing wrong? No, I'm not going to respond back to this person. So I didn't respond back. Then about a day or two later, this person called me. I did not answer. Then they sent me a text message. I did not answer. It was just a short text message, like a hello, what's going on? I didn't respond to that either. And I have not responded back to this person since then. And that is not my normal way of dealing with people. Somebody reaches out to me and I know them and I have anything that I'm going to share. I usually will get back to them, even if I need to tell them something that's going to make them uncomfortable. However, with this individual, I didn't do that because, again, when I reach out to them, they don't respond immediately. Sometimes they don't respond at all. Sometimes I will reach out to this person, don't hear anything from them for two weeks. Then I'll see them and then they'll talk to me as if, that message that I sent to them never even happened. It was like they didn't even see that I called them or that I left them a voicemail or that I sent them a text message. So I said, you know, I'm not going to respond back to this person quickly. Even if I'm going to tell them something disappointing, they don't offer me that same courtesy, so I'm not going to do it. You don't want these kind of people in your life and you want to make sure you are not being one of these people. So all of you need to check yourselves. Make sure you're not one of these folks because it's inevitable that sometimes we might be sitting around thinking about it's others, but it might be us. Okay, now you don't like somebody was to do that to you, right? So you probably want to make sure you're not doing it. So to keep it simple, again, don't be this individual, because as you know, we're living in a collaboration era where the power and the opportunity in the world today is accruing to the people who are investing in connections and building relationships on a consistent basis. That's where the power is going. People with connections. There is nothing in the way of you being one of these people other than your unwillingness, let's call it to get outside, get active, make friends and connect with other human beings. Any of you got a problem with doing those things? If so, take my people skills course, which you can get inside of Work On Your Game University. Again, that link is workonyourgameuniversity.com. It's down below in the description. So stop trying to do everything by yourself, which will lead to you being isolated. And it's also going to lead to mediocrity because you're not good enough to do everything by yourself. You're good at one or two things. So if you're doing eight things, then you're doing six things at a mediocre level, which means you're not going to produce at a high level, which means you're costing yourself money. So stop trying to do everything by yourself and stop being a hermit who stays in a house and never talks to other human beings. It is hurting and impeding your progress. Point number two, today's topic, once again, is do not be that friend. Number two, understand that this concept applies to business the same way it applies to personal relationships. Do not 
only contact your audience, your followers, your email list, whatever, only when you have something for sale. Don't do this to the people who are in your audience and your potential clients, customers, prospects. Don't do this to them because they notice it the same way that your friends notice it. If you're doing it to your friends, you only call them because you got a flat tire and you need to ride to the airport. All right, don't only reach out to your audience because now you have a course for sale and they haven't heard anything from you in the last three months. Don't do that. Sometimes people will tell me, and I'm talking to the salespeople, creators, they'll tell me, Dre, look, I got this new product, this new course, this new program, my new book that I'm putting out. And they say, well, I made a post on social media about it, or I sent out an email about it. I didn't get a lot of response. So I don't know what the issue is. I don't know what I did wrong. I don't know what I need to do to stimulate some activity around my new product. And I'll even ask this person. And those of you right now who are on the verge of releasing a product, course, service, offer, anything like that, if you are in the midst of creating it, understand something. You need to start talking to your audience before you put the product out. You need to start telling your audience about what's coming before it comes. Well, my book, The Third Day, was coming out. My book, The Third Day, came out August 3rd, 2021. And months before that book came out, when I was still working on the book, before I even had the working, I had the title, but before I had the cover design, anything like that, I'm still working on finishing the book. I was marketing to my audience and telling them that The Third Day was coming. I was telling you about the book. I was showing you how I was working on the book, showing you how I was writing the book, telling you about the process of putting the book together. Why? Because I was whetting your appetite for the book before the book came. And at the same time, I wasn't always just talking about the book. I was giving you value like this show coming out every single day, as it has been for the last seven plus years. I was giving you value and staying in touch with the audience, even when I wasn't selling anything. Now, the third day was my 30, I don't remember what number, 30 something book that I put out. So I had other things to sell. The thing is, I still reach out and give you all value, even when I'm not actively asking you to buy anything. Like every episode of the show, Yes, I tell you, you get on my text message list. I tell you about getting the AG1 from Athletic Greens. I tell you about joining Work On Your Game University. But how much time, if you look at the entire time length of an episode of this show, how much time am I talking about that stuff versus how much I'm giving you the meat and potatoes of the episode? I would say probably about 5%, maybe 5% of the episode is me giving you the advertisements for the things that you can do. And those are actually good things for you to do versus 95%. I'm giving you the material. Can we agree? Okay. And you multiply that by 2,500 plus episodes of this show. So you understand what I'm saying here. So when you are only reaching out to your audience because you have something to sell and then you don't get a response and you're wondering what happened, you got two problems. Actually, you got three problems. Problem number one is your thinking. And the thinking is you think because you posted something on social media or you posted something one time or you told your audience one time that you have something to offer and you want them to do something that you're supposed to immediately get a response from them, kind of like you snapping your fingers and a dog comes running to you. Uh, human beings are not dogs. So they're not going to do that. So that's problem number one. Problem number two is that you only reached out to your audience to tell them that you had something for sale. And again, otherwise they had not heard from you. That's not going to work. So if you did that before, don't do it again. That's the second problem. Third problem is connected to the second problem. You haven't been staying in constant contact with your audience. Thus, they are surprised to even hear from you. Yeah, hopefully they're surprised to hear from you. That'd be the best case. They're surprised. Oh, wait, I haven't heard from you in a while. Hey, hey, what's up? Or they don't remember who the hell you are and you get a whole bunch of spam marks and unsubscribes and things like that because people don't even remember who you are because they haven't heard from you in a long time. If you have an audience and you have not reached out to your audience in a long time and you need to reach out to your audience, some of you may be wondering right now, well, Dre, damn, did you say that? I don't know what to say now because I haven't reached out to my audience in a while. Here's what you do. When you reach back out to your audience, don't tell them about anything you have for sale or anything that you want them to do. Reach out to your audience and give them some value. Tell them what you've been up to. Tell them where you're at mentally. 
give them an update on something that maybe they already knew about you, but don't ask them to go do anything for you because they haven't heard from you in a while. Again, how many of you want to hear from a friend you haven't talked to in months? And the first thing they say to you is what they want you to go do for them. Any of you have a friend that you want to hear that? You want to hear that from them? You haven't heard from them in a long time. The first thing they say, I need you to do this for me. In business, especially if you are doing business online, you have content platforms, meaning you have direct access to your consumers. You should be consistently giving value to your audience, not only reaching out to tell them that you have something to sell. Nothing wrong with having something to sell. I got a lot of stuff to sell. All right. Every day there's something that I could sell. And most of the time I will let you know that there is something that you can buy. However, that's not the only thing that I'm telling you about. Can we agree? Any of you on my email list? All right. You get emails from me. How often? Again, if you factor out the total material of everything that goes in the emails that I send, how much of it is me giving you some value that you can use? How much of it is me telling you to go do something that is in one way for me, but is also for you? I mean, if I sell you something, you're going to get something too. But how much of it is me just giving you value? I'm not asking you for anything in exchange. And again, you get my emails. You see, I actually write those emails. Those are written out emails. That's not two sentences, cheap tactic marketing messages. I ain't knocking anybody who does that. But that's not what I do. You see the stuff that I write. I actually write that stuff out. I tell you the story. I tell you the substance. I give you the background. I give you the, here's how you can use this. Here's how it applies. Here's a business principle, a philosophy that you can use. You see, I'm not just throwing you some bullshit. And on this show as well, uh, you wouldn't still be listening to it if it was some bullshit, right? So this might work. Just telling people about what you have for sale. This can work if you're a department store like Macy's or Nordstrom or Walmart. They don't really have content. All they do is just tell you about what's for sale and what's the next thing that you can buy. That works for them. But you as an influencer, you're an individual person. You're a person with a podcast or an Instagram account. You should always be giving value to your audience, even when you have nothing to sell or you're not talking about the thing that you sell. They should get used to hearing from you and even come to expect and anticipate hearing from you whether you are selling something or not. I mean, isn't that what you expect from your friends? And you want the people in your audience to look at you as a friend, as a trusted advisor, as someone who they can they know what they're going to get from you, even if they never met you in person. Because again, think about your relationship with your friends. You don't only want to talk to them or have them talk to you when you or they want something, because that's not really a friend. That's like a business transaction, which is fine if that's what you want to have with everybody that you deal with. But I doubt that that's what you want, especially in the world that we're in now. Again, we're all about this is the collaboration era. This is the connectivity era. You want the people in your audience to feel like they know you and almost see you as a friend, even if they never met you before. And the only way you do that is there has to be times where you are contacting them, not just because you want something, just because you want to talk to them. Point number three, today's topic, once again, is do not be that friend. Number three, in business, we call these touch points. What is the touch point? It is exactly as it sounds. It's a point where you are making contact, not necessarily to do anything, just to make contact. This is you sending a text message to your friend like, hey, just reaching out to you to see how you're doing. What's up? How's your kids? What you been up to? Did you see the game last night? Just reaching out and just making contact. Even if there's not really much to say, just making contact just to let them know that you're still alive, make sure they're still alive, and just letting them know that you were thinking about them. That's a touch point. In business, you need touch points with your audience, and you need touch points in your personal relationships. If you have friends, you listener, listening to me right now, you have friends you haven't talked to in a while, send them a text message. Send three text messages today. Check in with some of your friends and see how they're doing. Just to text them. Just say, hey, just reaching out to see what's up, what you've been up to, how you doing? call somebody. Some of your friends will prefer calls. I got friends who, if I'm sending them text messages, they'll, they'll stop texting me and they'll just call me and we'll just have our conversation via call. Some people like texting, some people like calling. So you gauge, you know what your friends like, reach out to them, whatever way you like, whatever way you need. Send three text messages, make three phone calls. If you want to be ambitious, do all six, three texts and three calls. 
to six people in your contacts who you want to maintain a relationship with, but you have not spoken to in a while. And if they don't want to talk to you, they just won't respond. You have nothing to lose. If they don't answer, leave a message or leave them a voice text, a voice message or a voice text. So however you communicate with that individual, when you make consistent efforts to stay in contact with a person, they will usually reciprocate if they plan on maintaining that relationship. If they actually want to talk to you, they'll hit you back. Now, if you ever need to call on them because you actually need something, then they will be much more open to it than if they had not heard from you any other times. I mean, that's pretty simple. Everybody agrees with that. See, the surprise in your business and the surprise in your personal relationship, uh, you don't want that. You don't want to be coming to somebody in a surprise and they're like, damn, I haven't heard from this person in a while. And all you're doing is asking them to do something that is going to help you out. That hurts a relationship. In relationships, they call that the withdrawal. You are withdrawing out of the relationship bank account, but you haven't deposited anything. So any of you know anything about banks know that at least at least the overdrafts or overdraft fees. And you don't want that. Usually what? Overdraft fees, usually some amount of money that gets taken out of your account even after you got overdrafted. Uh, you don't want that problem. You don't want to overdraft relationships. Remember, we're in a relationship economy. Point number four. Today's topic, once again, is don't be that friend. Number four, this may be uncomfortable for some of you. Maybe uncomfortable for you to reach out to someone you haven't talked to in six months. Maybe some of you are not the type of person who go to be more outgoing in a relationship. You rather the people that you are cool with and friends with, you rather that they come to you rather than you going to them. Some of you are salespeople. You rather all your sales be people coming and knocking down your door rather than you and going and letting them know that you have something to sell. Here's the problem with this. All right. If you are uncomfortable reaching out to people, it's going to be hard for you to win friends and influence people because unless you happen to be famous, then you're probably not going to have a whole bunch of people just running up to you for no reason. Secondly, if you're in business and you want all the customers to come to you, listen, me too. But you ain't going to make too much money waiting for the customers to come find you. Now you got to go find them. So if this is uncomfortable for you, here's what you need to do. Get comfortable being uncomfortable. All right. This is how you expand your comfort zone. So you don't want to know what's really uncomfortable, what you really don't want to need something and not have anybody to call. That's what's really uncomfortable. All right. So if you think this is uncomfortable, imagine you're not having any friends to call on. That's the real uncomfortable part. Or when you need something and you make calls to people who you thought were friends, but they forgot who you were. So they're not answering your call. They're not replying to your text. That's what you don't want. So it's not uncomfortable to have a phone conversation or exchange text messages with somebody who's actually a friend or someone who actually wants to talk to you. If you have friends that you have not been staying in touch with, again, the only uncomfortable part is you getting over the mental and emotional hump of attempting to re-engage in a conversation. Because once you are re-engaged, it's not uncomfortable. You send a text message. It might be uncomfortable just to send it and initiate. But if they want to talk to you, they'll hit you back. Okay, it's not uncomfortable anymore, right? And if they never respond, is that uncomfortable? Not really. Uh, nothing happened. <laughs> What'd you lose? You're in, still in the same place. At least you made an effort. The worst case outcome is, again, you don't get a response. Maybe they forgot about you. Maybe they deleted your number. Maybe they didn't see the text. Maybe they're busy. Maybe they don't want to talk to you for whatever reason. Maybe they erased your number. Who knows? But they didn't respond. So what? where's the uncomfortable part? Nothing happened. The only uncomfortable part is actually you making the effort to reach out in the first place. And if they want to talk to you, they will respond. So make the effort. All right, you can get over your discomfort and break the ice and build this relationship because, again, we are in an economy of collaboration and relationships. You want to have as many positive relationships as possible. Relationships are not like candy. All right, you can't have too many of them. All right, candy, you can have too much. Our relationships, you cannot have too many positive relations with positive people. So let's recap today's class, which is don't be that friend. And again, I'm using friend here and I'm being generous by calling this person a friend because if they're doing this, it's not really a friend. Number one, what do I mean by that friend? This is a person who only reaches out to people when they want or need something from that individual. You don't like when people do this to you. 
So you better make sure you're not doing it to others. Make sure you're not this person. Number two, this applies to business as well as it does personal relationships. You do not only contact your audience when you want something or you're trying to sell something. You should be contacting your audience and giving them value all the time. You want to see an example of this? Uh, look at my material. Uh, listen to my show. Uh, look at my emails. You see how I'm giving value even when I'm not asking you to do anything. Number three, in business, we call these touch points. Use these in your relationships. Just reach out to somebody and say, I was just thinking about you. Just wanted to say what's up. Just want to see how you're doing. Make sure the kids are all right. I just want to send you this voice audio message just to let you know I was thinking about you. Those things matter, folks. These matter to maintain relationships. You need to do the same thing in your business relationships, same way you do it in your personal relationships. And number three, this may be uncomfortable for some of you. So what you need to do is get comfortable being uncomfortable. You know that cliche to all you like to repeat? Okay, now's your chance to actually use it. So what's really uncomfortable is when you need something and you don't have anybody to call because you have no relationships. So what's discomfort you want to deal with? Now, the discomfort of maintaining relationships or the discomfort of not having any. All right, you get the pick. With all that said, text me. Let me know you want to get the daily motivation I send out every day for free or let me know the best insight you got from today's class. My number is 305-384-6894. And workonyourgameuniversity.com. That is where you go to take your next step in your work on your game journey when it comes to building up your mindset, planning out your game plan and your strategy, installing systems and make things work over and over again, and making sure you're being held accountable to execute. All of that's happening inside of Work On Your Game University. The link is workonyourgameuniversity.com. Work on your game. Dre all day. I have a text message line now where every single day from my number, I am sending out a text to everyone in my community with a daily motivation message to keep you sharp, focused, and on point to get started and be energized for your day. If you want to receive my daily motivation text, to send a quick text right now to say hello to this number, 305-384-6894. Again, 305-384-6894. Get my daily motivation text straight to your phone, free of charge, 305-384-6894.